This is Hashtag Authentic, a podcast for creatives online. I'm Sarah Tasker, and this is episode 70. Hey, so it's been a while. Maybe not, actually, if you've listened to any of the other two episodes that I've put out today with this one. But in a broader sense, it really has. And I want to say a proper, genuine thank you you listening in today, sticking around and not completely forgetting about me and this podcast dropping off the face of the earth. In my time out, I've really taken some time to look at all the different facets of my business and take stock of what was bringing me the most joy. And this podcast came out on top of everything. So I want to put more time into it. And one of the things I always meant to do and never quite managed to get around to completing was more of these solo just me talking episodes. The plan is that they're going to be quite short and sweet. We're going to weave them in with all of the conversations and interviews we've already got lined up for this amazing season. And rather than anything formal teaching based, it's just going to be a continuation of the conversations we're all already having about the different platforms, tools and ideas that we're using in our creative business life and how we can use those to make more time for the stuff of creating. This week's though is going to be possibly a little bit more personal just because I wanted to catch up on what happened with me, where I've been and what I've been up to in all of my time away from the internet. Actually I've got no idea if that's interesting to anyone so if it's not please bear with me but it has been such an interesting time for me as a business owner and entrepreneur And I really feel like it's a season in our creative businesses that is just generally underreported and underrepresented, kind of because of its nature. Because if you're taking time out, you're not online and you're disappearing from view. We don't tend to see or hear very much about what it actually means to take a break from our businesses. And that means that when it happens to you, it can actually be kind of terrifying So I thought today I would talk about my break, how it happened, what I've done with it and how I've come out the other side. So my book came out, Hashtag Authentic, same name as this podcast. It came out in early spring and it was fantastic. It hit the bestseller list, which was an absolute dream come true. And I owe so much gratitude to everybody who bought it and shared it and was so generous and wonderful with their feedback about it. So thank you to all of you. It's been the most beautiful experience and one that I'll definitely want to repeat. And my head is already buzzing with ideas for second books, but it was also exhausting. There's something about the overexposure of just putting myself out into the world so thoroughly that just completely overwhelmed me. And it's interesting because one of the other episodes that went out today, the live recording with Dolly Alderton, in that she describes the feeling she had after her book came out. And I remember at the time, I couldn't relate to what she was saying at all. So it's really strange for me to be listening back to it now and putting it out at this time, because actually she predicted all of the things that I was going to be feeling over the coming months. And I sort of wish, listening back to myself, I could take myself to one side and be like, just pay a little bit more attention here about what's going to come. So the book came out and I started to feel like I just needed to shut up. I really started to have this almost like a crisis of confidence where I felt like, who needs to hear anything else from me? I have said enough, I've taken up enough space and it's time for me to stop. And I kind of knew that on the one hand, I couldn't totally trust that feeling. There's an awful lot of inner critic involved in those kind of voices. And obviously it's really easy, especially as women, to be made to feel shame for being visible and taking up space at all. 
But also there was part of it that I needed to listen to that was just telling me it was time to take a break. So that is what I did really for the first time ever in my business. So that's five, six solid years of never really even taking a whole weekend off, like going on holiday, but still being on social media and in my inbox every single day even when I was sick in bed. And actually, if you'd asked me previously, which I think Dolly does in the podcast, I would always have said, oh, I didn't want and I didn't need a break. So I decided a little bit after the book came out that actually it was time. And what I found was it was very, very hard to stop the train, by which I mean that I made the decision to take a break. I applied the brakes But it really took about two months to play out the rest of my existing commitments and to get better at saying no to new things and for things to slow down and wrap up to the point where I was able to actually have a single day where there were no commitments and things I had to get off my list. And at that point, when I finally started to have those days of no work, suddenly I became terrified. I hated it. I hated it. I was checking my inbox and not getting the same volume of emails that I normally would get. And I found that terrifying because, of course, these are the metrics that we've kind of been taught to judge the success of our businesses by. If the requests aren't coming in, does that mean that you're not still relevant or you're not interesting? And bearing in mind that I just put out a book and this was really a time when I was meant to be leaning in to all that press and the extra interest and any new followers I was getting. So I was very aware that what I was doing was counter to best logic and probably not the right business decision and I'm putting business in inverted commas because of course it was the right personal decision and when your business and your person are so closely linked there is no one without the other. I think what's especially hard about this is that there are so precious few role models for this in life. Capitalism as a whole teaches us that we should always be working Make hay while the sun shines, exploit every opportunity, take those two weeks off a year and devote the rest of all of your days to making as much cold hard cash as possible. And that's not how we've built our businesses. That's not how so many of us choose to live our lives. But it's very difficult when it's the only role model you've ever had. And when the people in your life who care about you and are maybe advising you have never seen anything different either. So I talked in my most recent Instagram post about my mum panicking and sending me messages and phone calls saying you're not posting to Instagram, your business isn't going to survive because she, as someone who cares about me, could only advise from the perspective of someone who's seen how bigger, more capitalist businesses run. There's a book I read in my time away by Jonathan Cray called 24-7, Late Capitalism and the Ends of Sleep. And it really brought all of this into stark clarity for me. Like sometimes actually taking a mid-afternoon nap can be the most powerful act of rebellion. Or to quote from a post I read on Tumblr and Saved, it was by somebody called Tired Trauma. She said, you do not have to be productive, work at a job or somehow contribute to society to be worth something or to deserve a happy life. Like, I don't know about you, but that was brand new information for me. And nobody has ever really put it that way for me before. So taking time out gave me the chance to reconnect with who I am without my work and to kind of take stock of what holes I was using work to fill up in my life. So all of this, plus, of course, as we all know, I think deep down, creativity needs those fallow seasons. Just as nothing in nature can permanently put out flower after glorious flower, 
So we as living beings can't expect ourselves to just be in perpetual bloom. It's actually sort of fitting that I'm saying all of this as autumn is creeping in and outside the leaves are all dropping and the plants are falling asleep because it's so easy to overlook a blossom tree in winter, but that never makes it any less spectacular when spring comes around again. When you actually stop and think about it, there aren't many creative careers where this season of rest isn't built in by default. Authors usually take a pause between novels, sometimes for years. Musicians tend to release an album and then a series of tracks, but then they disappear for a long stretch of time to create again and to rest and recharge, I guess. But because these times of rest are always away from public view, it's easy to forget them and when our own rest time comes around, feel like we're the only ones going through it. It's taken me a long time to appreciate that the time spent staring out of the window or lying and reading a book is every bit as important as the time spent typing at my computer or actively sitting at my desk. They are both equally valuable to the working process and they each bring their own magic to the final result and neither can happen without the other. There was a long stretch of time during my summer off where I honestly truly thought I'd just never have another good idea again. I was done, I was empty, I had peaked, it was all going to be downhill from here. As much as I'd been the very person advising others so many times in this situation in the past that they could trust it, that it would always come back, there were times when at 3am I was genuinely scared that I was going to be the exception to that. When work stopped being something I could turn to for my identity or for a distraction, I had no choice but to put other things back into my life that could be. And of course, in the end, it's all of those things and the stuff of living that kickstarts our creative engine again and led to the flood of ideas that eventually began to rush back in for me. So now I'm here. I'm working my way back up to something like my old pace again but hopefully with more clarity, with better boundaries and with more time in my day that is just for me. And no, my business hasn't suffered and the sky hasn't fallen in. In fact, my first post back on Instagram was my most commented ever, I think, maybe second most, which I hope offers comfort to anyone out there who is worried about breaking their streak or taking time away and damaging their stance in the algorithm. I know Elise from Hey Sweet Pea talks about this thing she calls the Adele effect, which is basically that it doesn't matter how long you're gone if everything you put out is always brilliant. So I'm not saying I'm Adele here, of course, but it is a really great way to look at it because Adele doesn't become any less talented or successful just because she takes time out. In fact, if anything, I'd say it makes everyone more hyped to hear from her when she does decide to come back. So if you're out there and you're struggling with burnout or feeling like you need a break, I really hope that some of this resonates and you can find a way to take it. I do know, obviously, there is a huge amount of privilege in being able to do what I did and fully step away. And not everyone's business or financial situation is going to have room for that right now. But what I do believe you can always do is take a step back from the unnecessary tasks, from the parts of our business or creative life that are less than essential, but maybe feel like they aren't. So drive your car up to somewhere with a gorgeous view or sit in a cafe with a brand new novel or take a nap in a patch of sunlight like a blissful cat. And crucially, really, this is the most important part of it all. Do not let yourself feel bad about it. 
In terms of my own business, I have renewed energy, new excitement, new ideas. I'm opening my doors for my new Insta retreat intake on the 2nd of October. And I'm just so excited and ready to meet and connect with all of the new students there. If you're interested in finding out more about that, it's on my website, meandola.co.uk forward slash courses. It's the last one I'm going to be running this year. So if you're in the mindset of kind of 2020 is your year for Instagram, it might be a great time to sign up and get it done before them. And I'm also working on something totally unique and new and exciting that's going to launch January. And I'm going to be sharing that really soon. It's not exactly Instagram related, but it's a part of it. And it's something to help with a problem that I know so many of us struggle with in our business and creative lives. I am like ridiculously giddy to start talking about it and sharing it with you, but I know it's too soon. It's not finished taking shape. I promise to fill you all in on everything as soon as I'm ready to. And this new project came about 100% because of the reading and reflecting and exploring I did in my time off. And if I hadn't followed my interests down all of those seemingly random and unrelated rabbit holes, I'd never have got this next great idea. So please take that as permission if you need it to trust your instincts and to let your mind wander and to follow any new creative paths, no matter how unexpected the directions of them might appear. Okay, so I feel like you've just had a whole lot of me, probably too much of me. So I would really love to hear back from you to balance things out. You can find me on Twitter, where I'm at me and Orla. And I'm on Instagram, the same, but you need to put underscores. So it's me underscore and underscore Orla. And I would really just genuinely love to hear your thoughts on all of this. Let me know too what you think about this idea of more of these solo style episodes, if there's any topics or guests you'd like me to add to the list for the upcoming months and how the summer's been for you. I am so, so grateful for your time and for you tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful day and I will catch up with you very soon. 